When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with UK. Love is Blind, episodes 9 through 11, um, taking us to the finale-ish, I guess. Uh, it was such a blue-balled moment. Man, I was so... <laughs> I don't really get it. Um, yeah. yeah. It, 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 because I think that, you know, after these episodes, and if you're joining us, we're going to recap episodes 9, 10, and 11, and um, we're going to get... Uh, and we hope that you're listening to this after you've binged, so to speak. That's kind of the point of these episodes. Um, right, doesn't it, uh, it, 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 it wasn't the next episode reunion time? Isn't that what that is? That's what they're saying. So they're having a live reunion, their first mm-hmm. ever live reunion on April 16th, which is super exciting. But um, <laughs> I am worried about it being like uh, during Coachella weekend and people aren't going to be able to watch. <laughs> I think I, I have a feeling the people who, I don't know. I, I don't, Actually, do you you're the, right. The Coachella... <laughs> Love is Blind crossover is is really large. I don't know. I, I don't know what the center of that Venn diagram is. Yeah, it's is probably like. a small, but they're alive <laughs> and well. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, they're so they're doing their first live reunion, but they're teasing that, but they're not teasing the what actually happened, like when the finale actually is. So we got it was like right up to when Kwame was supposed to give his answer, and then I'm like, uh, right and. We're gonna go through all the episodes and all that. Yeah, it just it, it, it's it's just kind of weird. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It, it's um, it, you, your description of blue balls is totally correct. Um, and so we have some before we get into the episodes nine, ten, and eleven. Let's. There's some news that has come up since our last taping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Irina put out just like Micah, but Micah put out a, you know a notes app apology on her mm-hmm. Instagram story. But Arena made a full reels video okay. and <laughs> like set up set up her camera, set up her phone, you know, memorized her PR statement, got off book and made a video apologizing, which what do you think about that? Like here's another apology. What do you think about this one? I didn't watch it. I don't watch apologies mm. that I don't need. You know, I, don't, I, uh-huh. right? I, I like, listen, if you're out there and you're like, I'm waiting on Irina to apologize to me. OK, you should watch that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I and that's my little bit of 
zen. You know, like why mm-hmm. would I watch someone? I I just think it's so stupid. I I, I don't I know what the apology. We said this with Micah. Like I don't know what the apology is for. You're apologizing for being being you. And if anything, like I I it is just it's a weird thing that only happens because social media is weird. You know, like. Mm-hmm. they hear the feedback and they hear and you just sometimes you have to just live with a mistake hey i fucked yeah. up i showed up late my bad and then you have to explain yourself to the people you let down i if i were her i would have to explain the only person she has to apologize is zach to me i know so that is so that's how she started the apology she um was like first i want to say that i have already apologized to and this she literally said this to the parties involved Okay. As if, as if it is some sort of like true crime, um, right? Uh, incident. But I've already apologized privately to the parties involved. But I do want to put out uh, an apology to you all. And I, I agree. I don't think she really did just apologize, essentially for being herself and being this mean girl character. But again, yeah, what she did was sort of fucked up. But it's for t. It's TV. Well, we want to be entertained, right? And it, but it's also like it's TV. That's why we're seeing it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you know you have to live with the consequences of your actions and the consequence of you know we all do. We all have to you know live. And so I I don't know. It's just like where does that apology? Like who is sitting there going? Well, I'll give I you know here's the thing. Every if anyone who meets Irina who watched her on TV is gonna go. Oh, that's the the woman who kind of acted like a bitch on the sh- on the show, and mm-hmm. so no apology is going to erase that preemptive judgment of you, and you have to, you know, you kind of have to live with that as part of your story, I guess. I don't know. There was another news item that's pretty interesting, and it's interesting to today's episodes or the three that we're going over. Kwame was seen on Married at First Sight. He was a finalist to get on the show. What do you think of that? Well, as a married at first sight fan. Oh, I, I can't didn't know believe this. I'm. Well, so I, I've I've been randomly watching these uh, married at first sight seasons. I, I think they're way too long, personally. Like okay. the episodes are literally each an hour and a half, and they're so like take Love Is Blind, but make it like three times as long. It's right, way too much right. content, but the concept is really insane because so these people aren't just you know, talking to each other before and they don't know what each other look like. They are not, they don't even know the person's name before they walk down the aisle. It's crazy. Which is crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know their name, what they look like, anything. To sign up for the show is craziness. It's a level of desperation that I don't know, (laughs) I didn't know was attainable. Right. So I guess Kwame was in, was a finalist to get on the show as far as like, is he... So I don't know the show. Is he like interviewing with like the the people who fix you up? Is it? Uh, so I when you interview for the show, there's um, the narrator, sort of like a Jesse Palmer or a Nick Lachey mm. and Vanessa. They um, have these three people. One is um, this guy who's like a marriage counselor. And then mm. another one's like a therapist. And another one is the actual expert who... Mm. Um, picks the matches they go through your profiles they match you up and so when they find out that they've made the show and they tell tell their families they're like 
So the experts have found a match. <laughs> okay. As if they're getting like a new kidney. Right. And, um, and they match you up that way. But I think, but they don't really show the interview process. They just show like the people that they've picked um, do like a bachelor sort of intro. Each of them talks about their lives and their struggles. And then it shows who they're being matched up with, talks about their lives and struggles. But him, he, so at least what I saw, it was just him in the background. I don't know if it was, I, I, I did not see his episode, but they show him in the background, like leaving with a bunch of guys. It looked like it was from a ceremony, but maybe it was from an actual casting call. I'm not sure, but it looked like it was from like, like maybe one of his friends was on the show and got married as well. So, okay. So hold on. So we don't know actually that he was on the show or wanted I mean, to be he was on the, on the show. Sh- like, on the show. So he, he was w- seen he was seen on the screen. Hold on. Yes. Being seen at a baseball game isn't the same as playing for the team. Correct. He was seen on the show as in he was like in one of the scenes. He was not the focus in any way shape or okay. form. He was just well, like in the background. Okay. So to say he was a finalist to get on the show is is a he little bit He might have he might have been a fi- like uh he he might have been a finalist. Maybe it was that, but he was you can see him on screen. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. It's like, because it's, to me, it like fashions your opinion of these three episodes to know that yeah. Kwame, if he was looking to be married at first sight or put himself up for that type of, you know, game, so to speak, like it kind of like messes with my opinion of how he's acting on this thing. Mm-hmm. It's because really you go, you go, does he want fame? You know, but but that's what we talked about um, in previous episodes when he proposed to Chelsea. Like we said, he's right. going on that vacation. He's he's getting the experience. On show. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting he's doing the cruise ship. He's getting the full week. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, and so in other news, Jackie and Josh were spotted at a baseball game together. This comes up in these three episodes, uh, their love story, so to speak. I mean. This is surprising just because, uh, you know, Jackie being in any I, – I, well, there's a very big difference between you two are going to get married and you're dating someone. Mm-hmm. But I, I get, that's why it was surprising to me is you kind of forget, like, the stakes are so much higher on this show. And I can understand, you know, Jackie isn't exactly nuts, you know, for going no. – uh, for freaking out a little bit. Yeah. But it is. It was surprising to me to see like she'd still be dating someone show adjacent. My issue with this whole thing is, is like, why go to a public event right now? I mean, knowing, well, knowing Jackie clearly doesn't give a fuck. Like, doesn't ja- care. Well, Jackie clearly like kind of gets um, pumped up by drama. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of how she operates. Like, the, you know, this is kind of a, a little bit of a lifeblood for her, as we've seen. Like. I wonder if she um, she was served with some sort of like, uh, I mean, I be- if I were Netflix, I'd be pissed. Oh. I wonder if she's getting, because that's a massive spoiler. Right. I, I guess I didn't realize like these episodes hadn't come out yet. You that's know, we're a, taking yeah. this. Yeah. So. Even if she kinda- was, even if she's dating, even if she was dating Josh, like her and Marshall aren't fully like. Right. They're still, even in these episodes, they're, he's going to try on a suit. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. It is amazing. I've been wearing it for years now. It fits me so well, and I'm not kidding you. When they say it doesn't roll down, it does not roll down, and it hugs you in all the right places. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Let's go into episode nine. That's where we start. Um, it's after the birthday party. Marshall and Jackie are back together and not really doing well. Uh, Marshall is direct and says, what do you need from me? And she says uh, her brain shot. Like this scene was like, it's it's hard to watch because, and then she's saying, I thought we were fine. And she had just spoken, you know, just talked to Which a guy. Which is crazy. Right. I thought we were fine. I just talked to a guy who said he loved me and wanted to sweep me away. I'm f- I thought we were cool. And Excuse then Excuse me. Marshall says that you leave before our day, you know, before I even start the day and Jackie says I think you're a great guy and then says just love me. You know, which is kind of a, you know, I I think you're a great guy, so just love me. Give me love was kind of Jackie's statement of like it, it what did you think of just watching them together? I think it's really painful to watch Marshall and Jackie because it's just a constant push and pull for Marshall. And he, you can tell that he is still so clearly fighting for this and trying for this and coming back to take this sort of like uh, back and forth whiplash abuse from her um, on like what she actually wants. And I don't know. I, I think, I think Marshall needs to just like put his foot down and be like, this has to be it. 
Like I can't do this. She's it, not giving him anything. Right. And, and there's a point where you go, Jackie doesn't want to dump someone. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackie doesn't want it. Jackie's sitting there going, and this happens in a lot of relationships. You go, you, you stay too long because you go, they, uh, they're great. You know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, someone being great is not the same as being great for you. I've done that before. Right. Haven't we all? Yeah. And it's not a nice, it's not a nice feeling because then you're like, you're not treating them correctly because you don't, you're not really invested enough. Right. And it's like, it, it reminded me of like, you know, it's like, you know, Jackie makes a lot about like him being too emotional and like him being too sensitive and not taking charge. It's like. You want to like look at Jackie and go, yeah, I, I th- you're both not going to change. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it it reminded me of like the you know the childhood crush. Like you you know when someone has a crush, they just can't put it together. Like I feel for Marshall because I think anyone who's who's like someone who doesn't like them back but still gives them attention has been Marshall. Oh yeah, everybody's been a Marshall at some point, and right. honestly. Unfortunately, we've. Uh, I think most of us have been Jackies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go, there's, a, there's something to that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we go to Bliss meeting Zach's family. Um, what did you think of this? Uh, Bliss, Bliss meets Zach's sisters and aunt and uncle. Uh, dad, you know, Bliss's dad had a similar tough childhood, which is why she respects Zach. And it seems they love her. Like they're they're team Bliss. Uh, Zach's family. I mean, th- I don't know about you, but this really humanized Zach for me. This uh, this put in like it, it. I had less of like an ick seeing Zach's family and hearing um, like these nice things um, that they were saying about him and getting emotional about you know him finding someone. I that uh, it really I I liked Zach in this scene a lot. It made me like him a lot more. It took the yeah, cringe away a little bit. Zach is like the person you meet on day one and you're like, fuck that dude. And then you start to understand that's just how he is and it's not personal. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, I get where he fits into kind of the world. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I it, this wasn't a character he was doing, which it felt like on day one. You know, when he's doing I'm a stripper and putting people through these tests, you're like, ugh. Get out of here. And then you're like, How, when will this character stop? And then you go, oh, okay. This is just who he is. This is just what it is. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of crazy. Which is kind of crazy. It, 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 and speaking of like, you know, people changing over the course of the show, we go to Kwame and Chelsea who go shopping. Um, oh, this was bad. <laughs> this was bad because... Kwame says she's being confrontational and woke up with an attitude. At certain points, it can feel suffocating, is something Kwame said. Um, what did you think? I mean, like, I mean, this was this was to me the moment Chelsea became who she really was. Like, it, it, it so much went on here. She she needed a lot of affirmations. Like, she should know that someone uh, who likes someone else at first might not be like I I. I there's a bunch of notes here. Uh, Chelsea, just her being a lot. And it sometimes feels like she's doing a character of a woman mm-hmm. who wants to get married right away. Yes. It, it doesn't feel real. Like there were my, 
what made this scene uncomfortable for me was watching how she reacted to Kwame being uncomfortable. So like Kwame would be like, okay, like it's time to go. The whole, you know, boyfriend waiting out, out in the outside the dressing rooms, waiting for her to change. Like he's not giving, Mm. he's not saying like, you look good or like, yes, let's try on another, like that kind of thing. Like hyping her up. He like, he wants to get the fuck out of there. And she's blatantly ignoring that and just being like, could I get any hotter? Just not, not taking in what he's actually, it felt like two clashing. They were having two completely different experiences, which was really strange. <laughs> You're totally right. I, and that, that's the thing that kind of sucks for Kwame is, you know, like even in their conversations, like I, Chelsea can't see his side and Kwame has to see her side mm-hmm. because like all of Kwame's things are like, pretty frivolous in the put against the backdrop of Chelsea's things. Kwame's things are, I like Portland and I like going for my runs and I kind of want to travel. And, and that, you know, that's why the, where the love married at first sight thing comes in. It's like, dude, if you know all this, get out of here. You know, like, (laughs) you know, like, what are you doing here? But then, it's interesting as he's negotiating with Chelsea, like all of her things are something that everyone would take the side of. She's like, I want marriage and kids and I, our love story. I love our love. And you're like, and on a piece of paper, Portland and runs do not add up to marriage and kids, but mm-hmm. you're two people with two, just like you said, it doesn't feel like they're in the same world. It's so, it was so weird. Like her, when she got, finally got out of the dressing room and she was feeding him those, she's like, here, have it, or feed me a strawberry. He's like, all right. And then she's like, let me feed you one. He literally said, no, no, I can't. She goes, nope, you're doing it. We're doing this. As if it's like, like, as if there's, um, you know, obviously there's cameras around, but it's like, she's trying to play it up and act like everything's okay. You right. know, the couples that pretend like they're not fighting, but they actually are. Right. It's the Our Story page on the wedding website that if you read it with a different tone, it'd be horrific. Mm. Like, it, it, they're like, at first, in our first few months, you know, Kwame was with another woman. And that's when we, and, and but then he saw me across the room. Like, you'd be like, wait a minute. He's with another what? woman. You know, like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it, it is, um, it, it, it feels like she's trying to smash a square peg into a round hole that is a beautiful story or like, instead mm-hmm. of like, hey, um, it seems like you don't want to live here. You know, yeah. this is, I have one hot take before we jump to the next one about yeah this Kwame situation or this Kwame and Chelsea situation. I think this is just a. Mm-hmm. conspiracy maybe could happen. I think Chelsea is fully aware. I mean, I think she's definitely fully aware that Kwame is not into her, but I think she's leaning into this so much and giving everything so that when it comes time to be on that altar and Kwame maybe saying no, mm. she's not going to look bad at all. Like it's going to look right. very Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think I she totally knows. I totally agree. And she's uh, well. like, you know what? Uh, you know what? Let me just like act like this. I'm doing everything right, and he's the he's the one that really. Well, she kind 
Right, and she kind of does say certain things like that later in the other episodes where it's like, basically like, she yeah, she sets it up, in a, she positions it in a way where, again, I want love and you will crush me if you do not give me love. All you have to do is say yes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you gotta do. All you gotta do is move, you know, move to a new state and, you know, with no friends and, and give up your dreams of travel and... That's nothing for love. Yeah. And you go, yeah, I, I, it's hard to watch because like, you know, this is sometimes a very, um, and, and by our own designs, men get kind of put into that position of like, if you say yes, we good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, um, okay, I guess I'll be the one that decides whether we both are in love or not. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. So it more than kinda to me, like Chelsea <laughs> to me is like it, it. It is funny to me. I would love to hear like you and I, two different people. We both sit here going, Chelsea's sad. I wonder if there's people that watch and go, Chelsea is totally in the right. Like I, I because I do think she takes the her. I, on a piece of paper, Chelsea is right. I want love and marriage, and I want to be with the person that I, uh, with a beautiful love story. So I I wonder if they're out there, they're like, uh, maybe they're listening to us now being like, what? But Chelsea yeah. just fell in love. You know, like, I just don't, I, for I don't sure, know. There, there has <laughs> to be, because, because like, I understand she's putting, it's, I think it's less of um, she's right and wants love, but more of, she is putting all of her effort into making this work. Like she's doing all the things to make this work, right. which is the problem with married at first sight that you see with all these people is because none of them are like fully committing and just leaning into like, all right, I'm married now. So I have to like really make this happen. And I think that's what her. Right. I guess that's the defense is, mm-hmm. is she's, She's doing all the work and he's doing no work and just opting in or out, I, which yeah. is a laziness. I don't know. If someone couldn't see that Chelsea's annoying, I don't think I could ever talk to them I in know. any circumstance. On She's her. really intense. It's just <laughs> so intense. everything is so intense the way that she looks at him. And well, I'll, I have another thought later, but when we get to her other scene. Oh, there's more Chelsea to come. Um, yes. So we we get to Brit and Te- uh, Brett, Brett and Tiffany. I almost called them Brit and Tiffany. Um, Brett and they Tiffany. They are one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, Briffany. Um, and they meet uh, with Brett's friends. Total success. Like, yeah, they it, they aren't. I would say they're they're boring to watch to me because they're so. You're like, I get it. It almost. It's so interesting how much I buy every like sappy thing Brett and Tiffany say. I know. And I don't buy a single sappy thing Chelsea says. Yeah. I you know I what wonder, I mean? Yes. It there's something about Chelsea's that feels very um, um forced. Like put forced. Yes. Forced. And there's totally forced. and Brett and Tiffany, it's like, yeah. Like, she's amazing. I can't believe she's here. Let's move into a bigger apartment. I'm so lucky to have right. you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. And the friends are cool. There's not one like, you know, like the friends are awesome. They She comes in like, I, I don't know. 
it was a very funny thing to see the difference between meeting the male friends versus meeting her friends. Her mm-hmm. friends are all like, you better, you better not ruin my girl's life. And then these friends are like, hey, come on in here. Big hugs. You know, I know. I <laughs> Guy friends are so much different than girlfriends. I, it's unbelievable. Girlfriends, they come with like pitchforks. They're like, you better not do anything to this beautiful soul. And it's like, they're just all like, cool you need fun. to do a tiktok yeah. about that comparing guy <laughs> friends and girlfriends that would be really funny I'd i mean tuning in <laughs> add, that to, your, add that to your re- repertoire to your queue for your tiktok drafts because i need right. to see a video <laughs> okay look, look <laughs> up now i work for k's social media <laughs> team um so paul and micah then get together they discuss moving in together at paul's apartment paul said he's willing to move to scottsdale uh, Micah says Paul's mom is texting her. Paul seems here for it. Says he'd be lying if he said he wasn't afraid, but would uh, but would be lonely without her. This was like a revealing right. moment. She's texting with his mom. He says I'd be lonely without you. Like Paul doesn't give us a lot, you know. Like Mm-mm. as far as like just anything, and then but then he has these small lines that you're like, oh, he's like totally into this. Yes, but he also gives lines like. He said he would move to Scottsdale, but the thing about before he said, yes, I'd probably consi- like, I'd consider doing it. He, she asked him, and his first response was, no, I'm not moving to Scottsdale. <laughs> and that was like sort of how he did when she first went to his apartment, and she was like, you know, we could, we'd get a new apartment here, a bigger one. And he's like, no, I'm staying in this apartment. Just kidding. But he pulls a Sean Lowe and says he's just kidding, mm. but he kind of means it. Right. But... Um, but yes, he does say also a lot of things that are like, I really love this girl. The fact that, um, she's texting his mom is a huge thing. So I, it's it's weird to see the dynamic because sometimes I think he's in, but sometimes I think he's very much out. That's interesting. Cause yeah, he, I, I, he does say it's almost like he, the just kidding thing is a funny thing because it's like, he'll say something and then it's like under, under, under his breath, he'd be like, but I would be lonely without you. And you're like, yeah. oh, so okay. you love her? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You can be honest about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, I, I, her texting with her, I, also, I didn't expect Micah to be texting with his mom. Like, I, I, I don't know why that felt like a surprise, but I was like, oh, this is like happening. You know, like I, I like, I like that she was texting with his mom because it makes sense when his mom, uh, he said that he's very close to her, like him and his mom mm-hmm. are tight. And then she walks on, we meet his mom for the first time and she's looks like Micah, the blonde right, but, hair. Like they seem like they would be, this is probably did, a test. He probably wants this to happen. Right. And he did, the mom did re- 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 like refer to him as their baby Jesus, right? Like the mom is very involved, it seems. Yes. She's going to be, she's going to, she's the, I don't know if you saw White Lotus, but she's the mom that shows up in the first season on the honeymoon. Right. For like just two days. <laughs> just going to um, chill. Just going to show up for two days and baby him a little bit and then leave. So Zach meets Bliss's moms and sisters. And this was, I mean, like, I have to say, I give Zach a lot of credit because he does things like I don't I don't know what type of lawyer he is um, or what type of cases he seems to excel at. 
But this guy gets it all on the table. He literally looks at the moms and sisters and is like, I went to Mexico with another woman. And like, even it felt like he was over explaining. Like Too he was many saying details. <laughs> it was a lot of details. And it was like, even bliss. You could tell like her being like, uh, you know, like I don't need to tell him everything. Like I'm, you're getting introduced. Like, but he, and the family at first, like it was like one of those things of like, remember the commercial? I don't know. They spoofed it on Chappelle's show, but it was like, the the guy the Sam Adams commercial where like the one guy's like oh I have a Sam Adams like they're at the mm-hmm. business lunch and the guy goes oh, I have a Sam Adams and there's that moment of like holy shit the guy just ordered a beer at lunch and then the boss goes oh, I have a Sam Adams and they're like yeah like they you know oh, yeah you, you know it's like it's like <laughs> oh you you nailed it you got the job like that's kind of how this meeting with Zach and the mom and sisters went where it was like. He's giving him everything. And then the mom's like, I'll be your mother. And you're like, what? It worked. I know that when she said that, I was like, oh, okay. This must. But, but the thing is about him explaining everything, which I right. also agreed. Like Bliss was like, oh, so you're telling them everything. Did, yeah, um, did they even have a game plan? It feels like they show up to these parent meetings like individually without seeing each other. Like they've been like you know, with like horse blinders on, like they're not allowed to see each other before they get together with them. Like, don't you discuss like how are we going to play this? Right. How we're going to approach this. But at the same time, what I really, uh, he made a good move about getting it all out on the table now because they will see the show. Right. And see that he, so he might as well, like what's, uh, I feel like they would be more pissed now, especially if listen, um, Zach are still together, and now his mom saw the show and is like, wait, huh? Right, I mean, in in the same way that, like, Tiffany and Brett were like, let's talk finances, and you're like, wow, these are things you should be doing. No one wants to do them, but you're doing it. You know, like, can you afford this apartment? Can you afford, you know, how bougie you are? Zach is like, here it is. It, it, It makes me, like, trust him more. Yeah, because he's clearly not going <laughs> to he's not going to bullshit you at, at a certain level. Right. He's like it, 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 it again, it goes to his he's a very analytical guy. You mm-hmm. can kind of tell like it's just like one plus one equals two with him a lot. And and I would say that this is part of that, like where he's mm-hmm. like, they must know so they will know and then we'll get married because they know. You know, like I, I, it was, I, and I also loved her family. Like her family, like when yeah. her mom said, "You, I'll be your mom." Like that was like a touching oh moment. It was really sweet, really, really sweet. I was like, "Oh my god, am I crying?" Right during a Zach scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. how did this happen? Um, so then Chelsea and Kwame go to meet Chelsea's family, and you know, Chelsea is like at an eleven. She's excited. I'm excited. Are you excited, Chelsea? Always needs affirmations. Uh, like, at every turn, mm-hmm. Chelsea... And again, if we're going to go into, like, how do we defend Chelsea mode, it's because she's doing all the work. And she's like, am I... Do- you still want me doing this work? I got to yeah. hear it. And you're like, yeah. Ugh, if you have to ask, then maybe you shouldn't be asking them. Mm-hmm. It, this, scene, this scene was interesting and, like, it showed a lot because at first I was like, man, Kwame is is in for it 
But at the <laughs> end, he seemed, he was like, yeah. Like, he was like, I, I, they were all cool. Like, they were all a bunch of Chelsea's. And he seemed like he was really into it. And he was like, I could see myself in this. But at the beginning, I was like, man, when she said, uh, she was talking him up, she was like, he's so talented. He's so this, he's so that. Right. And that, I don't know. And then knowing what we know about Kwame and Chelsea <laughs> and how he feels about all of these, like, compliments. It's right. just weird to watch. What, what did you think about this? Scene? Yeah, no, I, I think it is weird to watch to watch someone tell the story they see to the other people. Like, we get a window into that, like, that brunch table. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, you're at brunch and, like, someone's talking about whatever story. It's like, yeah, you're going to make yourself sound good in whatever story you tell because you're the main character. No one wants to be... no. There's not a lot of anti-heroes in, in right. your own story. So it's, um, yeah, and Chelsea, and, and he even says it's just a bunch of Chelsea's. Like, they do look like four women who watch The Bachelor together. Like, it looks like oh yeah they have, like, their names <laughs> on the wine glasses, and they look like they're at home goods once a week. Like, it was that type of vibe. And it's like, that look also comes with, like, you know, my own biases and like my own, its own stereotypes where you're like, yeah, these are four women who lie to each other about how great their relationships are when they're really just kind of fine or okay or not going great. It kind of had that look. Yeah. I mean, that's what Chelsea did. She's, she's <laughs> talking this stuff up. Like he wrote me a song. He's so talented. He's such a talented singer. Right. He does this, he does that, but things aren't going great. But she'll, right. never, she never, says she'll never, ever say it. She never says he really doesn't feel great about having a kid right away. She'll never say he doesn't feel great about leaving his friends in Portland and moving to Seattle. No. They also lived on. I want to know where they live. Oh, I know. It was like on like a lake house. Right. It, it was like, I, I, I don't know. Listen, listen, there's I always get these messages. They, they rent them a house and it's not really theirs. OK, I don't care. Where the fuck is that house? And there are points when you go around Seattle, and you've been to Seattle um, mm -hmm. as well. Like, you're like, who lives there? That's someone's yeah. life. And that, that was like one of those houses that I kind of had that thought on. I was like, that's that's how someone lives. Living in LA, I see these insane houses driving everywhere, and I'm like, I need to know the backstory. Like, right. how did they get to this point? <laughs> right. So that they have this giant mansion in Brentwood or the hill, like. How did you get there? Right. What, what, give me, give me the. How do I the get there? Give me the Wikipedia page. Right. How do I get there? Everyone. So then we end the episode. Where everyone goes shopping for dresses and tuxes, and uh, Jackie doesn't go, and Marshall's very excited. Marshall was excited to get tuxes, in the way that I think of women being excited to get their dresses. I know. Like. <laughs> And then Everything of course, about Marshall is so just like he's like a giddy little five year old. And then Jackie just truly does not care. I mean, not showing up right. for her dress fitting and going on, you know, a date with Josh, which we find out in the next episode is just like <laughs> what, how rude. Like, hey, that's I got to so cancel. Mean. I got to cancel my wedding dress shopping to go on a date with my new boy. My next boyfriend is pretty wild. Yeah, that's how we open episode 10 is Jackie meets with Josh and Josh and Jackie ba bond over being bad with emotions. They're basically like, oh, you're toxic. I'm toxic. 
Oh my God. Like, and honestly, listen, I, I, I'm letting Jackie off the hook a little bit because like who you go, who, I don't know how old Jackie is, but like whatever, when you're not, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Like no one can Mm -hmm. force that on you. Like again, Marshall, there was a meme put up that, uh, bachelor put up that, um, it was like Marshall's perfect for Chelsea. And it's like, I don't think Marshall's perfect for Chelsea. I don't think Josh is perfect for Jackie. Like, I don't, I don't think like, and I'm, I'm not one of those opposites attract people, but like, there can be too much of one thing, you know? Yeah. Like and Yeah. Didn't you didn't it feel like Josh and Jackie were just like two Marvel supervillains that were gonna be like that were gonna like team up but then hate each other, like have to fight each other at some point? Yes. It was it I and I called this from the beginning. I was like, Jackie needs a toxic love she wants that right that challenge which marsha will never give to her she wants the guy she wants to chase she wants mm. the she wants to feel like she has to like earn him a little bit and and right. josh is not uh, a serious person like he like he was like in the last episode um or i think episode eight when they were all at chelsea's birthday he was like mm. i saw shardy for life and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, that, that, and she's like, I need to go on a date with this guy. Right. What do you Let's mean? Like he's, he's yeah. hammer drunk and he's right. like dumping all this stuff because he sees this as a competition, but she's like, oh, I love this like toxic fighting over, um, fighting over me. And then let me just not go to my dress fitting to meet up right. with another guy because it's going to cause a fight somewhere. And, and she likes, she likes the toxic thing, which we've right. been there, but I don't know. That, well, it's like, you, you know, it's it, there, there, when you watch it, like, Oh no, Jackie, don't do this. Like you're mm-hmm. watching kind of like a parent would watch and, you know, and like, sometimes it's like you, you learn from that. You go, Oh, those are the relationships that won't probably last. And then sometimes you're like, maybe I should see a therapist and, there's other things that like there's a reason I'm going towards these types of people and not yeah. towards the, you know, the marshals of the world. Bec- and th- there's a reason that the marshals of the world don't get me going, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, so I, which is a deeper thing than this show can be, you know, like I. Yeah. You know, like it's not like like I don't think there's a moment where Nick Lachey like stops the coffee date and is like, hey, let's go to a therapist down the street. I know I know a great one, you know, like that's not going to happen. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. 
Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. go back to the tuck shopping and Marshall has no idea she's meeting with Josh. Marshall said I couldn't even get the decency of a text message because Marshall hears from Brett who heard from Tiffany who heard from, you know, so, and so we're at this tuck shopping and Kwame brought a pod friend, Jack, um, who just appears out of nowhere. Like, and that's where I kind of felt bad for Kwame. He's like, he did mention like, I don't have friends in this area. So like, the only person he can have get tuxes with him is a guy he met in a pod. I know that was that really was like, and I didn't even think about it until you just mentioned that's a, that is a really sad moment. I thought he was just like, yeah, let me bring my pod friend here. Like, he just does, that's how much he doesn't care. But it's not that he doesn't care; it's just that he had no one else. But why right. aren't they coming out there? Like, he could have brought his friends out. He's not that Portland is not that far from. I, I hear you. And I, I yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I and then you start, I, again, you might be right, where it's like, is he trying? Is this he, is he just there for a scene on the show? Or is he there to get his tux for his wedding? You know, like, that's where we're not sure. And she, and I mean, and again, it feels like he's there for a scene for a show because Kwame's back to, like, doing his monologues. He's, I pick up more responsibilities. Sure. Her life gets easier. Um, and she, he feels that she's like, you know, she, and again, that's a way to look at it. She's getting her dream, love, marriage, wedding. Um, I'm the queen. I get, you know, let's move on with life. And he has, has to choose. Oh shit. I gotta, you know, move and find a new spot and you know, new friends and all that stuff. Yeah, I Kwame is uh, he knows when the cameras are on and he knows when he has to play things up. But unfortunately, it's never with Chelsea. I feel so bad because she doesn't hear these conversations that he's having. So like when the guys ask, they're like, so do you think she's the one or whatever? They he laughs. If she knew that he was laughing when they ask him those kind of serious questions like that's. I I really don't like that side. Well, that's kind of the theme, and Samantha wrote this down in our um, our notes, is that no one asks the girls if they're saying yes to the altar, but the men are still kind of weighing their options. It does feel like that a lot. It does mm-hmm. feel like the women are like, you know, like even Micah's mom, they share a moment getting the dress. You know, didn't Tiffany's mom say something at the dress shopping where she's like, we did it, we made it. You know, like there's like... Yeah. You know, they're like clink, clink with the glasses and and the men are just like, we'll see. You know, like yeah. it's like, who's on a game? It feels like the men are on a game show and the women are on a show where they're getting married. 
again, completely different experiences. <laughs> they're right. having, they're uh, completely different wavelengths and experiences on what's happening, like what's actually about to happen. Right. It's 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 bizarre. And then so then we go straight to Marshall and Jackie breaking up. Uh, Marshall asks for the ring back. Jackie says she's going to keep the ring. What do you think of that? Did I need to know if they these men actually bought these rings or were they given to them on the show? Like, you know how like Bachelor, they give right. you a ring, but you have to stay together for like three years or whatever. And if you don't stay together for three years, you have to give the ring back. Right. She's not that's keeping those, the ring. Well, that's one of those editing things that you're like, okay, I need more story behind the ring. Like, if it's like, I, because on its own, that is made to look, make Marshall this Marshall, you know, that we want to give a hug to and Jackie this evil person. But like, if the ring was bought by the show and I'm Jackie, I'm going, well, why the fuck would I give it back to you? You're not the owner yeah. of this thing. You didn't buy this. Like, so that's one of those like production things where you're like, what are we? Okay, I get it. Jackie's. I need more details. You know, <laughs> I need more details. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? But do you do hear these stories of people not giving it back? Uh, it's would you we- give it back? I mean, I would not want to give it back, but if somebody was going to fucking sue me or if I didn't give it back, I'm giving the ring back. Like, well, if they're I, like, this no is suit. a $10,000. Yeah, I'm keeping the ring. Let's say the person spend, you're keeping it. And you're Turning like, I'm going to trade something it something else. Yeah. You, there you go. You get the money. Okay. You gave it to me. I will keep it. I will trade it and I'll get the money. I'll make it into, and you'll dri- drive around in your new car. It's like, yeah, so-and-so bought this. Fuck him. There it is. Okay. I, w- I would keep I would keep the ring. I think I would keep the ring. I mean, uh I think this is a difference. I would keep the ring if it was on this show. I think like if there was a if right. it was like a real I'm, I'm engagement. I'm giving you the hypothetical, a real engagement. Oh, a real engagement. Uh then if I w- he buys you a fifty thousand dollar ring. Ooh. Okay, real <laughs> money. Okay. So he buys you a fifty thousand this guy's a you know, ki- killing it. He's got and he buys you this huge rock. Are you giving it back or are you selling it and trading it in I'm, for a I new? I still think I'm keeping it, you know. I still think keeping I'm keeping it. it because, like, what other gifts do you give back? Right. I don't know. I, like, I, so there's I, no other. So why would I give this one back? I don't know the procedure. I, awful. I don't know. I, I, no, you don't. I, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what the, like, the Emily Post of this is, but yeah. I, I, to me, I don't know. There's, a, I'm trying to think if like I had if I ended an engagement, and they had this ring. I think I'd be like, keep it. Let me get the fuck out of here. I'll consider that collateral damage. You get the ring to not bother me again. Yeah, like I get that. That would be my. I think maybe. then it would it would teach I'm you a lazy even fuck. more of a lesson. It's like, all right, well, I'm not buying another fifty thousand dollar ring unless I'm for sure. <laughs> right, I'm out fifty. I right. I guess I don't know. It's a it's an interesting dilemma. I I, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I I don't know. Maybe I I'd like to hear what like the whatever the the you know the polite books say. I don't know what the that, yeah the the stupid. etiquette ring yeah etiquette. the etiquette polite books. What am I an idiot? <laughs> um, so then we get to the most okay. This episode I have to say there's a lot of. Red flag deal breakers, uh, hypotheticals that are built into this episode. Chelsea and Kwame go for engagement photo shoots. Okay. 
this was like, I didn't think, listen, we had this conversation earlier this episode <laughs> where like who could defend Chelsea up until the engagement underwear photo shoots. I think Chelsea is defendable. Mm-hmm. The minute we get to the matching underwear photo shoot, I think you, I'm looking for the Chelsea bandwagon to see who's still on it because that person is as crazy as Chelsea. This was the most insane dream (laughs) for someone to have. Not that it was like, it's not insane to do because it's like, I guess I get it. Like you you two are hot and you have hot bodies. You want to get photos taken. I guess I can get that. But to say that you've dreamed of this since you were little, and they're in Calvin Klein matching underwear sets. Like, what did you think of this? This is, this, this truly is where I snapped with Chelsea. And I, I agree with you. I don't think it's the actual action of doing it or wanting to do it. But saying that this was like something that you've been wanting to do. This was like a goal. This was, he says, he goes, you know, what made this special? Because I feel like he's just hyping her up at this point was that this was something that you've always wanted. Like you've always wanted a husband that would do this with you. I'm like, what? It's so uncomfortable. It's so forced again. It's like played up. Right. And Kwame even saying that sounded like a line he had to get in. Like, Hey, this is something you want. It's almost like he was afraid of his friends making fun of him. So he was like, I got to make sure I say on camera um, this was her dream since a little, since being a little girl. So they know I couldn't get out of this. Like, because <laughs> the way he sets it up is like, you know, they could have just gotten this done and we've been like, oh, that's kind of weird, like to each their own. But it was played up as such a dream of hers. And she's like, it is a dream. Like, she doesn't even realize how, like, if I were her, I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Even if it was my dream. Mm-hmm. To have a Calvin Klein photo shoot, I would still be like, oh, we don't need to say that. You know, like I would be embarrassed that that was my dream. Like I dream of a beach house. I dream, you know, like of, yeah, of like, like of normal a, like, things. Right. I, I don't know who's dreaming. If I that would be like, honestly, that would be the moment for me. If, if I was in, engaged to someone, keep the ring. I am not taking a shirtless picture in Calvin Klein underwear. I don't look like Marky Mark. I am not, I don't have, and and Kwame has the body for the photo shoot, which makes it even weirder. Like, is that part of Chelsea's, like, what she looks for in a husband? Is she like, well, he's going to look great in the photo shoot I've been dreaming of. Like, that was almost, like, bizarre. Yeah, it. it you're right. Like, who? what if she was with a guy who, you know, didn't have. What is with me? (laughs) What if she was with would me? She still, would she still want would this she, photo shoot? Or would her dream never pizza? come true? Right. <laughs> what, 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 I just, the photo shoot is the most insane thing I have ever, the way it was set up, the way it was talked about, one of the more insane things that I've ever seen on reality TV. And like anyone who defends it, you're now insane too. And my thing, this is what I was going to bring up before, is that Chelsea is so intense and I think just everything about her is so intense. Like, um, she was like, I just love you so much. This is like, you are everything to me. I've been waiting for you. And this is what I think about the show. If you take out, like, yes, you're getting married, but 
if you just let a little bit of pressure off and stop thinking about this as like, okay, this has to be forever. Take out the forever aspect. There's a whole TV show paying for this wedding. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to really lose anything. Sure, maybe your wedding that you did that the TV show paid for lasted for six months and it didn't work out. Oh, well, who cares? Like, well, let's if you took out that, I think people would lean in more and just be like, let's see if this does happen instead of putting this forever pressure on it. Here's here's where I I agree with you. That's a that's the best way to look at it. I will say as far as Chelsea's concerned, I think she's very concerned with what other people think. Yeah. And I think Chelsea like and it's why she cares so much to say to make herself the you I'll say yes and I'll be the victim if you say no. You know, mm-hmm. uh, right? So that's a very much like, how's this going to look on Instagram? How's this going to look to my friends? How's this going to look to everyone else? And like, there we get to this later when they're at their bachelorette party, but like the way Chelsea acts there is very insane too. Like, and the way she tells her story is a little crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and if you're telling the story with like no, you know, reality to it or like, it's all romantic, then you're trying to sell everyone. Like, you're trying yeah. to get it. And, and so I think that's why she can't do that. She needs everyone to go, this was the right decision. Not, mm-hmm. oh, shit, you got married on a TV show? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, she wouldn't yeah. like that response. So right. we go to Tiffany and Brett, who are at home. She's very stressed, on the verge of being uh, and being overwhelmed by the whole process. I mean, again, we just watched Tiffany and Brett, like, be the 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 model couple. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't even know what to say. No, well, I panicked for a second at this part, and I was like, I swear to God, Tiffany, if you fuck this up. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not stressed. Why right. would you be stressed? I was what like, you're, gonna, well, you're marrying a man who clearly is, like, ready to do anything and everything for you. Don't. Ma- I think she was psyching herself out a little bit. And got in her head and was like, am I making the right decision? This is happening so soon. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't self-sabotage. It's funny. Like, you almost want to, like, have a live feed of Chelsea and Kwame playing in front of Tiffany that she can just check in on. And, like, she would probably feel better. Like, if she would, like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed about uh, this wedding. And then it would, like, look at them at their boudoir photo shoot. And you'd be like, oh, okay, we're good. I don't think about. Tiffany knows how good she has it. Not that <laughs> right. even if you do have a good, like, sure, comparatively, she is like living the dream. And that not, might not necessarily be the same in real life compared to other couples, whatever. But like on this show, she hit like the jackpot, the lottery. Mm. Yeah. It, 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 and, you know, and together so they, they both did. Yeah. They, I, I think as a, you know, to find someone that you connect so easily with. And then like, yeah, I totally agree. Um, so we get a, there, there's two more scenes that really matter. I mean, Brett and Tiffany do their helicopter date, which was a beautiful moment. And also goes back to like them saying these deep things that you're like, I buy it. And then versus, you know, Kwame and Chelsea, who Kwame calls his mom the mom doesn't answer. He calls his brother. Brother said uh, he needs to. His brother basically said just, you know, it's hard to change mom's mind when she's already right. made it up. Like this is, it, it is, this, 
you told her you're getting married and she's not down with it. And that's it. Well, here's the thing. Listen, everyone wants their, I would assume most people want their mom to like the person that they're marrying or be on board. But it's not like Kwame didn't know about this. And that's, this goes back to the married at first sight thing. Like, okay, you obviously, you know, are lashing out in a certain way based on how you were brought up. Like, you're going on all these quick marriage TV shows while having a mom who would hate that, and then you care that your mom hates it. So you got us here, Kwame. You know, like, so mm-hmm. I, I, that's where I got, you know, I feel for Chelsea because you go, at what point is she, is she the perfect person to fall for Kwame needing to be on a show? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he was hoping that his mom would change her mind or something. Uh, or he not- knew she never would, and he has his out so he can be that's on this show. Ex- that's I, I excuse, right? Yeah, I I don't know. It's like that's where I kind of like, you know, Chelsea to me is like should be in a mental institution. You know, like I like it's I, a lot. Right. So like you know, I I it's hard to blame Chelsea. Like if you were like, who do you blame? The guy who went on Married at First Sight. And Love is Blind, whose mom doesn't want him getting married in an untraditional way. He knows that and has that as an out. Or do you blame the woman who her dream was to have a engagement Calvin Klein, Marky Mark photo shoot? Mm, and know. you go, no, one is sick and the other's calculated. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like. I, That's what the title of the episode is. One is right. sick and the other is calculated. <laughs> right. She's been, she's just sick with the wedding industrial complex. Like she's got the whole stars in her eyes. I can't blame Chelsea as yeah. much, but I can blame Kwame. So we end this episode with Zach meeting Bliss's dad, which was the most uncomfortable parent meeting. I mean, that was even the kids were the kids told to be dicks. Like, I, I don't think, understand. I, I think I think the dad was just so overly intentional, intentionally like rude. I think he was rude on purpose, and I think so he hyped rude. everything up um, to the kids on their way over. The stepmom wasn't really having it. She was like, "I'm gonna go help you in the kitchen because she's right. like, I'm not gonna be a part of this." But the kid, like the girl, had her sunglasses on at the table, like playing their video games. And and uh, Zach's going off about the criminal justice system. I thought I was like in a simulation. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, Zach, it just felt like I'll just fill the space. Like it felt like Zach just like was trying to like, you know, convince a a a jury. You know, like it yeah, was like it was so weird. And and I but I. Her dad was not giving him anything. He would be like, like they're from, apparently they're from like the same, I think he said like same hometown or something like Mm -hmm. that. He was like, do you go fishing? And Zach's like, no, I'm not a big fisher. And he's like, oh, okay, like let down. But then he was like, what about golfing? And he's like, not really a big golfer either. And then he basically just shuts down. He's like, well, we have nothing in common. I, you're, you know, not athletic. What do you have going for you? And it was just so mean to him, like on purpose. And it kind of felt like he thought a lot of himself, the dad. Like, it felt like yeah. he, you know, I'm, it sounded like he made, it, to me, it sounded like he's a self-made man 
who repeats in the mirror every day that he's a self-made man. Like, mm-hmm. I own a business. I create a business. I got, you know, I give jobs to 30 people. And I, you know, and it's, I'm the, you know, it, it's like a, a self-righteous king of his, you know, like, there's there's a way to own a business where you b- believe you are, you know, the the guy who puts bread in all his workers' mouths. And I, so he almost, like, buys his own... Yeah. delusions it, 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 and I'm looking I'm looking very deeply into one interaction with the dad but the dad was just I and again like Zach he became so much more likable as this has gone on and then you see this dad who's just not having ha- not having it and then and then he is keeps reiterating to like in front of Zach's face. It's like he was talking to Bliss as if Zach was not sitting two feet away from him. Right. And he's like, you know, marriage is forever. Like, what the fuck does this guy have? And he kept saying this marriage is forever. It's like, babe, you're with your second wife right now. Right. What the fuck right. you mean marriage is forever? Right. And there and listen, if he wants to give a lesson, like he could even be a little bit more vulnerable and be like, Hey, I had a marriage. I thought it was gonna work. We did you know, like he could have gone into his own story to relate to them and if he really had an issue with this. It, 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 and what you said is right. It sounded like in the car, he looked at those kids, he's like, these people fucking suck. Get yeah. ready. Like- <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. So we go to episode 11 and, you know, there's a lot of like Chelsea and Kwame talk. They're basically, it it feels like a lot of foreshadowing for, will they say yes or not? 
is, is is kind of what this whole episode is. And we have the same conversation with Bliss and Zach in the hot tub. Like, Zach even saying, like, what, you know, marriages take work and, like, Bliss not want, wanting to hear a little bit more romanticism. Like, I'm in love with you. Like, I want to be married because mm-hmm. you're in love, not because you have to be married. And then, right. like, you know, it, it feels like Kwame, Chelsea, Zach, and Bliss are all having very similar conversations. Just, like, two sides of the same coin. You know, the... The romantic versus the practical. Realistic. Practical. Yeah. Right. The realistic. Right. And Tiffany and Brett uh, meet Brett's dad and brother, which was another win. Like, they they just keep racking up wins. Like, the dad and brother were amazing. Amazing. So sweet. Like, it it just shows seeing Brett's friends and family Mm -hmm. and how they treat him and how they treat others is such a a stark difference between you see Micah's friends and Micah's mom. Who's like, are you sure this is like when (laughs) she first told her, she was like, what? Like didn't had no idea that she was going to be on this, but seeing who Brett is around, who he surrounds himself with, who he was raised by. It really shows you. I was like, Oh, this is who Brett is. Like he's not putting on a show. This is genuinely who he is as a person. And I think that says so much. Right. I, I agree. And even the brother was like, do you like my hair? Do like that? Was- Honestly, no, my guy. There's too much <laughs> hair. I texted. I texted Samantha and I was like, his brother is covered in hair. Like cause he had the beard and the afro. You can't have both. Right. Like you can't have a like a 10 inch long beard and a 10 inch long afro. I, I, all I'm seeing is your eyes. It would be funny if uh, Tiffany <laughs> responded the way you responded. It's going to be a no from me on, on the hair. Uh, we'll talk about it for the wedding. Right. But, uh, I, yeah, for the wedding. <laughs> you're going you're gonna, to you know, get a shape up? What are you going to do? Just a, yeah, little, like, just a little cleanup. Even just right. the beard. <laughs> so we go to the Bachelor and Bachelorette party. And this was the Bachelor party. It, it's funny that like they bring their own friends to the Bachelor party. And yeah. Zach's friends, like even one is like just Zach explaining this thing to his friends, like it was very Zach. And the friend being like, You're analytical about picking your toilet paper. I gotta get on the phone with you. Like it, it was funny to yeah. hear the feedback from the friends. And then Zach doesn't like the burlesque dancers, which again, like this all kind of plays into the he is exactly who he's been the whole time. Like, yes. And um, and then Kwame is just like, I don't like Seattle. Like, Kwame's all negativity. Yeah, again, and with the, right. I don't know if she's the one. I hate Seattle. I miss, he's like, you know, my April through whatever. He goes, I'm on my runs. I'm on my this. And they're like, not in Seattle. And then he, yeah, he right. goes into the whole, I hate Seattle. You're overrated. You're overpriced. Right. <laughs> It's and and Paul like yeah they all kind of go back to their old thing like even Paul back to like the analytical like is this right is this wrong and then you know but I'm gonna you know all the they all play the hits. Mm-hmm. I want to know what these people think after they saw like if any of them are still together, which we obviously don't know yet. But after they're watching these things come out, if I were ch- if I were these women, I'd be losing my shit. Chelsea's bachelorette party was an SNL sketch about a woman having a bachelorette party. Like, oh my god, it was the exact. It was, 
it was brutal. She's screaming. She's posing for pictures. She's saying, she said, she, the one thing she said, and it was the most annoying thing she said, my fiance's body is better than any stripper's. And you're like, who, the idea, like even the connection between your fiance and the strippers hired for your bachelorette party is an insane right. thing to like compare. Like, like these are two different fucking things. Like, completely. Listen, have you ever been on a bachelor or bachelor party or whatever? I've been on bachelor parties where there's the one person who you know they shouldn't, like, they're unhappy in their life. Like, th- like every bachelor party I've ever been on, there's one guy who you're like, they act out in a way around this type of event that you're like, they mm-hmm. are not happy. And yeah. it's something about this being in the name of the, you know, in the name of weddings and relationships and commitment and this party that exists around it. Like anyone who says my last single night is the bachelor party. Like there's something fucked up about that. Yeah. It's like, why? who you, you committed to this. You haven't been (laughs) single. Like you literally have been in a relationship for the, however long. So what do you mean? Your last single night? What is it? Just cause there's no contract sign. Yeah. It's a weird, the small letters in a contract. Like you're like, Living by, I don't know, you can just tell who's like, Kwame just showed, I mean, not Kwame and Chelsea both just showed like how not, like I actually would want to see what, like I think everyone should get a videotape of their fiance at their bachelorette party or bachelor party just to see how they act. Like, and and you will get the most honest version. Right. (laughs) Wouldn't be happening, I feel. (laughs) Right. That should be what you get. You get to... Instead of like, you know, I do, it's you watch the video and then you say I do. Or, or are I you sure? Like that, yeah, are you sure? Right, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Because let's roll the tapes. Speaking of, right, speaking of weddings, Chelsea and Kwame, we go to their wedding day. And I thought, what I, I was very surprised by Kwame's sister being as cool and awesome as she was. Me too. Me too. She was I mean, ap- that is the ideal situation. How she how she acted, how she like approached things. She brought her a gift. Just I mean, like right. very positive I- and it's like this is your this is your day. I'm here to support you. We'll make whatever decision you need. Connected it to their culture that you know mm-hmm. you're we're bringing you in. To me, it actually made it sound like our conspiracy theory that Kwame never called his mom and like was calling a friend and was just like enacting this conversation. It made it more real to me. Like, I was like, oh, maybe the mom thing isn't as big a thing as Kwame's making it out to be. Maybe this mom yeah. would be mad no matter what Kwame did. Like, maybe that was more, you know, glass to break in case of emergency that he's breaking. Then, because for the sister yeah. to be so cool and the mom to be so not cool. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. And and the first, when Kwame first called his mom a billion episodes ago, we couldn't hear anything. But then he tries a second right. time, speakerphone. And then the and then the brother was on the phone. So why didn't we hear? But he's talking to her. He's holding it. He's holding the phone up like this. Right. And he's like, oh, so you're mad. And it's like, do you have headphones in? <laughs> Who, I don't hear anybody. Yeah, I don't hear anybody's off. like what? Did he, I don't. did he call his mom? We I, right. I, we are doubting. 
did he call his mom? I don't. I don't think he did. I, I, I don't actually, think he did either. That I'm with you. I. I. The the sister was so cool. So cool. She she walked into the dressing room and to meet Chelsea, and she was like, um, "Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have a sister." And like was talking to Chelsea's friends, being like, "Can we share her?" Like, it right. was so. So this is the ideal situation. I'm obsessed with Kwame's sister. I am too. Um, and the cliff it ends with a cliffhanger. Chelsea says, "I do," and here we are again, a little bit blue balled, a little bit like, "Are we getting other weddings? What's going on?" And it, I, I guess maybe the thought is that the they're going to have a taped reunion, and then there's going to be a live reunion, right? Um, there. So the live. Well, they're going to I think there's going to be one more episode and I think the the and it's going to come out the same day maybe as the reunion or something. Okay. Um, like uh, that's because I think the next episode comes out on 4:14 and maybe that's the um those are the weddings. So that Friday is when we get the next Friday is when we get the weddings and then um okay. the Sunday is when we get the reunion. Cuz we, we to let people behind the curtains, they gave us screeners, but the we we are only up to where you are now. So yeah, we, we haven't don't know seen the end, else. right? So let's play a couple games. Yeah, so let's do alarming or disarming. You go first. All right, uh, your significant other is fine to get married without the acceptance from their parents. Bad. Not. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I don't know. Alarming. You know, alarming. That is alarming. I. I'm. To me, that's like a bad. You're set up for failure at that point. Like, I think so too. They they don't have any. It's like you really don't give a fuck if your parents care, right? And also, at I gotta all? hang with you all the time. You don't have any like parent time. We we got no buffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want, I right. need a family that can work into this mix, so it's not just you know us sh- sugar water. I need you know like I need gelatin and to make mm-hmm. jello like i need a like a, i need fruit i need candy i need i need something to spice this up I, yeah yeah I, just, so um i had your significant other dream uh, their dream is to take underwear pictures uh alarming also i don't want to take <laughs> underwear pictures i'll never no. go on love island because i don't want to be in a swimsuit for no. the whole time i'll never go on pair like i don't want to be photographed in underwear it's alarming if you don't find it alarming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are that's that's not that's not it for me. No okay, thank you. Okay. So listen, that's our episode. We we got the um what do you think? Give a prediction. Does right. Kwame say yes or no? I think Kwame's going to say no. I don't think Kwame think is so in too. this. I, I do not so think no. Kwame is in this at all. No. I agree. I think he's, he, he's, no. He wanted to make it to the very end. And he and did. He got what he wanted. Have it, have his way out. Have his way so, out. Listen, people, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it around. Right, Kay? Yeah, share it around. Tag us in your story. Tell your friends who watch Love is Blind but might not know that we're covering it, that we cover right. it. Right. Um, and uh, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Picot. 
Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.